Hello, welcome to the Creative Worship Leader Podcast, where we elevate the practical side of leading worship, leading people, and harnessing creativity so you can experience divine fulfillment. I'm Dean Mitchum, your host, and I'm so thankful that you joined me. Well, welcome back, and I'm excited about today's episode because if you're creative, if you if you love writing, if you love creating, then this episode is helping you harness that inspiration and turn it into something people can benefit from. So today's episode is preparing yourself to harness your inspiration. Now, I, I have a lot of ideas, but it wasn't until I actually got busy turning those ideas into something tangible that I began to make progress and people could be blessed from what I thought God had given me and, and the gift I had given he had given me. And so it does take discipline to harness your inspiration so you can turn it into something people can benefit from. And there's three things that you need to do in order to make that happen. And let's get down to it. It is to eliminate your excuses, establish creative habits so you then can experience divine fulfillment. Okay. To accomplish an act of worship is creativity. Okay. And experience the joy that comes from doing that. Proverbs 1615 says, in the light of the king's face is life, and in his favor is like a cloud of the latter rain. So just imagine God being happy with what you've done. Imagine the face of our king being happy with what you've created. And he's given us things that we can create with. And he's given us ideas. Matter of fact, when he created Adam, he brought the animals in front of him to see what he would name them. So God gives us ideas to see what we're going to do with them. And that's pretty cool if you ask me. And, uh, So anyway, I'm glad you asked. So you're listening to my podcast. I hope you ask. So to willfully use the gifts God has given us is an act of faith, obedience, and worship. Okay. So now let's talk about eliminating excuses. In order to eliminate your excuses, you really have to make sure you identify your excuses. And here's the way I'd like to describe it. Excuses are poor decisions made in advance of opportunity. They're your go-to reasons that you give when you fail to do something you claim you wanted to do. I couldn't help it. Something came up. So if you find yourself repeating excuses, okay, that's because you've probably already decided a long time ago that you weren't going to do something that you claim that you are going to do. So Proverbs one thirty two says, For the waywardness of the simple will kill them, and complacency of fools will destroy them. All right? So excuses may not be intentional, okay? But think about how quickly excuses come. If you can produce an excuse that quickly, you must have already believed it. So you have to be able to recognize the excuses, okay? Your most often repeated excuse is a great place to start. You know, so when somebody says something to you, you know, ask your friend, ask somebody around you. So what excuse do I always give? Uh, Okay, so there's two types of excuses that we need to be aware of. One is the defending excuse. Two is the concealing excuse. Uh, Defending is pretty much poor habits. All right. Um, I didn't have time. Okay. Uh, But a concealing excuse is hiding something. And usually that's a lack of ability or a skill or a knowledge or we feel pretty poor about ourselves. And so the concealing excuse doesn't really tell, but it's something that we often do. So with those two areas are where we have to work, okay? So now let's talk about establishing creative habits. We've all heard about inspiration and how it comes and 
how it works and being creative and different people creating different ways. But let me talk about this. Don't fear that you'll not be creative if you establish a routine. Creative habits may not go together to some people, but creativity is basically using your gifts and putting them to work. Okay. Um, Habits are actions that we do without thought or extra effort. Okay. They are routines or steps or actions that we establish in order to form habits. Okay. New strategic habits will help us to foster creativity. So good habits, you know, are, you know, are good. Okay. So Proverbs 12, 27 tells us this, the lazy man does not roast what he took in hunting, but diligence is a man's precious possession. You ever heard anybody say to you about your talent? Oh, you're so gifted. Oh man, what a treasure you have that your talent. It's amazing. But that may be true, but you know what else is a treasure? Diligence. Diligence is a man's precious possession. If you take diligence and add it to your creativity and your talent, you're going to have a great treasure. Okay? I don't want you to confuse inspiration with creativity. Inspiration is uh, it's kind of like the wind, and it can come from any direction at any time. All right? So always be ready for inspiration. But creativity is a deliberate act that flourishes when you give it time, space, and focus. Okay? I like to say it this way. (laughs) Inspiration can drop by any time, but creativity requires an appointment. Creativity is a response to inspiration. Okay? So creative habits are those patterns, places, and procedures that we set up in order to allow creativity to flow. Okay? And we have to answer the questions of when, where, and how can I be the most creative? Okay? Um, my three elements of creativity are time, place, and focus. The goal is to find the place where I can spend the time to focus on creativity. Time, without making time for being creative, is difficult to create. All right? We have to be creative in finding time to create. Let that be your first lesson or your first assignment. Be creative in finding the time you need to be creative. Okay, the truth is all of us have the same amount of time in a week. How we use it makes a difference, okay? So if others can find time, then you can too. It's a matter of priorities. And we understand moms with young children, they're going to have different priorities than empty nesters do. But the truth is you have to decide when you and where you can find time, even if it's once a week. If it's not every day, once a week, find time. And don't I don't want you to get locked in the fact that you say, well, if I schedule creativity... Uh, how can I be creative? Let me tell you, anything you focus on grows. All right. There's been times when I had to sit down. I didn't feel like it. I gave myself over to it. And then through diligence, my prized treasure possession came alive. Okay. Now, place is the environment that you create or choose that allows you to spend the time to focus. Okay. It can be a home office, a studio, a library, or anywhere you can keep your tools of creativity. So that place is something that you just, you decide where it's going to be. My home office is my favorite place, but not my only place. I choose, and this is important to be creative wherever I can spend time to focus. Okay. And with busy lives, sometimes we better grab those moments when we can. 
Focus, all right, is the ability to not be distracted. All right, we know what focus is. You see something clearly, spend your time on it, look at it. But really, focus is the ability to not be distracted. A distraction followed becomes an excuse later on. And in order to focus on creativity, your mind has to be free to focus and free from worry. Okay? To some, that might mean you're going to get up early and create. To others, that might mean you're going to stay up late. Still to others, it, it might mean that, you know, you have to complete responsibilities before you feel like you can be creative. All right? To most of us, it means turning off the outside world, turning off distractions. You know, in order to write blogs, in order to do podcasts, I actually have to turn my phone off or put it in airplane mode so I won't be distracted. I choose to focus so my creativity can be used in ministry. Thirdly, experience and define fulfillment. How are you going to do that? You're going to engage in ministry. Romans 12, 6 says, Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. Paint something so someone can see it. Write something so someone can hear it. Okay? Do it and get it out there. To engage in ministry is to use your creativity to worship God and serve others. Sing that song. Post that encouragement. Display that painting. Write that blog. Play the instrument. Dance that dance. Whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. And like Joseph, come out of the prison and interpret that dream. Put your anointing and gifting to full use so that others may receive revelation and blessing. Put your creativity on the spot. All right? Some of you have been afraid to hear, have people hear what you're writing. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. Okay? Uh, you have to put yourself on the spot because without performance or presentation, it'll be difficult for your gift to grow or anybody else to receive your gift. If you've ever experienced God being happy with you or your creativity, it ought to be enough to help you eliminate excuses, establish creative habits, and engage in serving with your creative gifts. Well, that's it for this episode of The Creative Worship Leader. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also visit my website, deanmitchum.com. You can sign up for my blog. You can see where I'll be ministering. And you can be aware of the products that we introduce. Until next time, remember to live your life creatively as worship unto God.